What's there notable to talk about? Um, that fat bitch Mitch stepped down. Let's fucking go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mitch so it's not turtles all the way down. <laughs> I actually, so I've been in a dark hole of editing a video project for my job. That has been a nightmare, and I haven't done anything else. All I saw was the headline: Why is he stepping down? He thinks it's time. There's nothing interesting. Girl, it was time, like. <laughs> Is he when admitting that he's at the cognitive? Like, did he? Did they say it was for health reasons, or is it just like? No, it's it's basically an admission that his fucking brain shot, but they're not going to say it. Do you know what's funny? I feel like now Republicans are going to be like, "See, look at him. He's he's showing that he's you know he's he he's of an older age and can't do this anymore." Like, yeah, our yeah. Lead, our leaders step down when it's time. Biden needs to do that, but uh, not Trump because he's a spring chicken. Yeah, a nice artificially fed stuffed with fillers ass chicken. Um, I would like to transition this into another hot topic, uh, literally a hot topic that is sad that has to do with um, dementia, which I feel like he probably has Mitch McConnell <laughs> um, or cognitive <laughs> decline is this Wendy Williams documentary. Has anybody watched it? No, I have. Okay. It is so sad. She has alcohol induced dementia according to her family um, on. So this, there's this documentary on lifetime um, a four part documentary, which is about her, which she approved, which was a part of a three picture deal that she did before she was in this decline that her family and her team are doing with her. But she's very much as aware of it as you can be, I guess. It's just very weird when you're watching, you don't know, like, does she want this out there? Or does she not want this out there? But it's very raw and sad. And her family is basically they're in Florida and she's in New York. And like the, there's a conservatorship involved, like very Britney Spears like and they're not letting right now. Like, to, like Currently today, they have no idea where she is. Like her family doesn't know where she is. And they, can, they can't call her, only she can call them. So they only hear from her when she calls them. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So the conservatorship is not her family. No, that's it. So yeah, in the documentary, she's able to see her family, but now like current day, she can't. So did she set up the conservatorship? Um, yeah. I believe that her, the team at Wendy Williams show did. I think that's how this, all this started. And I think oh, that Wendy there was, Williams it was some, somebody had decided that her son who is, I guess he's younger. He's like 24, 20, 23 or something. But he, they were like, he's stealing money from her, but he, he's not like it was him and his aunt and his uncle, her, her, her father's still alive. There's a lot of people, like adults around that are like in her family, like, that should be in control of her conservatorship or her, her funds. The argument I don't think is she should be. I think it's just that she has family. It's not a situation like Brittany where Brittany's family was the one controlling her in a negative way. Yeah. Um, it's just really yeah. sad. Then her like publicist is on this, like publicist is on the show with her and she's clearly taking advantage of her. She like, fl- like secretly flies her to LA in the middle of the night. And like Wendy, like, and, like drops her off at her, um, her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and it's like Wendy just like asking people to take pictures. It's really sad. Like it's not like the oh Wendy Williams God. that we know. It's like very, very scary and sad. Wow. It is very sad. I have nothing really to add to that. I just like wanted to talk about it and I, none of you have seen it so I guess we can't. But You just wanted to make me sad. It is very, like well, we I think I said, it's really, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. But um, it is also very sad because you don't know where, like you like, you side with the family but then you're like, her manager seems to be kind of cool because he's like, make, won't let her drink. But then the publicist is this crazy woman who is like, she has no drinking problem. I think she's fine. Oh, which is like not what a publicist. No, no. But I think she's like a new publicist. She's clearly not really a publicist. She's just like trying to get money from this woman. But uh, um, she's a and, and she's um, allowing her to drink and like smoke and like whatever. So they're like, of course, she's going to stay with her. But there's one really funny scene where she's going. She's like on her way to her star, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And she's like in the car talking and she's like, I'm black I, and I like being black, but I love white people. And 
Mexican okay. people and Indian people and short people and gay people. <gasps> Not short. <laughs> yes. Short she's, and gay. She's, Kirk, she got you. Well, she, got she, got she covered you. But she starts randomly just like, it just makes no sense because a lot of what she's saying makes no sense. So it was really funny. <laughs> short people, short people. Gay people. Like, she gave you your own personal shout out. She is crazy in the best. I mean, she was always crazy in the best way. Like very real and honest, but it's like sad to see her decline. Can I get a quick cold count? Like who is sick right now? Because I am. I'm not. I mean, I'm sick as fuck, but. <gasps> okay, shut the oh, fuck up God. because that's a cold ass lie. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you can see my eye. Oh, yeah. Maggie has a little sty. Hot. Andrew pooped in her eye. Oh, okay. that's disgusting. Oh, that's I was going to make a it. joke about eating Tony P's ass, but. Oh, my God. Oh that's my a God. little worse. That's not how you get. That's pink eye, not styes, right? Us starting a bit about me and Tony P is like the worst thing we could possibly do. It is the worst funniest thing. thing. Okay. I think it would be such a fun collaboration because he has such a specific voice, like such a specific voice. I want it on a podcast. I want it memorialized. Okay, no. Well, you know, he, how have we heard his voice? Tony P? Wait, what? Haven't you watched his TikToks? Yeah. Wait, Tony P is- He talks guy. like this. No, I think I like zoned out the Tony P conversation, not gonna lie. My favorite part <laughs> about this is every time Kirk forgets who Tony P is. Yes, every single time we actually talk about him, you forget who he is. Is he the guy that- Well, I'm not gonna get into it. Long story short, it's leap day, and I think we should jump into an episode that doesn't even fucking matter. Hi there, listeners. Happy Leap Day. I so badly wanted to say Happy Leap Erickson Day there, but refrained. I love a SpongeBob reference, but I also hate a SpongeBob reference. And I think Leap Erickson Day is a SpongeBob reference, right? Like Leap Erickson, was he real? I remember it from SpongeBob, but was he real? Wait. Wait. <laughs> Am I having another Kirk. Fred Frederick Douglass moment? Kirk. You are because... Leif Erickson is 100% real. Okay, I honestly, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. You thought that SpongeBob made up Leif Erickson? Possibly. Paul is going to be so upset that he missed this <laughs> because he he claims that his heritage goes back to Leif Erickson, although we is all know that Paul is like, Leif Erickson was Icelandic. Yeah, okay. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't care to. I, you know, I don't care about this. I will offend the Icelandic. I cared he, about the Frederick Douglass situation, to, to but like I will Canada. Not. <laughs> oh my god! Was he a good guy? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, as but good as what did a he do? Viking explorer. Oh, in- hot! I'm gonna Google him later. Anyway, he. But on SpongeBob, there's like an episode about Leif Erikson Day. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Oh yeah, because he 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 is thought to be the first white European to travel to the north american continent oh fun before columbus before columbus freed the slaves yeah he he went to nova scotia i think i think columbus uh made this country great i think he he did and he's gonna make it great again it's it's still black history month it's it's it is it is the last day of black history month Anyway, on the not the day that we're recording, let the record stand. So it's not like they're getting their punches out (laughs) with a a new day to restart. No, it's we are in February, dead in February. Anyway, March 1st, I am going to go completely unhinged. You have not done anything different in February. No one has. When did you hinge? Okay. Anyway, everyone, sit down. So, 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 so what is Leap Day? As a child, I remember other kids in school who were born on Leap Day who would say they were only four years old when they were actually 16. 
I saw some of those kids recently pop up on my Facebook. And let me tell you, they can walk around saying they are eight years old, but their face truly says otherwise. Leap Day, which is conveniently during Black History Month, which is the whitest thing to ever occur, give black people the shortest month and take a day with a day away from it three years in a row. <laughs> so this year we'll be celebrating black history and ex- extra loud today, but except Andrew, apparently. <laughs> The reasoning for Leap Day, um, according to a Google search I did, and I don't know where I found this, but I'm going to assume it's correct, is, is that it takes approximately 365.25 days for Earth to orbit the sun, a solar year. When added, 4.25 days roughly equal one full day. But the days are usually rounded off in a calendar year to 365 to make up for the missing partial day. One extra day is added to our calendar approximately every four years. That is a leap year, and it helps keep us in sync with the seasons. <laughs> so basically it's fake, just like time and just like this episode. <laughs> The group, mainly Maggie, let me take control of the episode that will be released on Leap Day, which is today, because it basically doesn't exist. So that being said, this episode will appropriately be all over the place without a single theme. Okay, Andrew and Erica, happy Leap Day. You want to say it back? Thanks. Say it back. It's my favorite holiday. It's my <laughs> no. favorite day of the year. Say it back. Um, I'm surprised we haven't like hallmarked leap. happy Leap Day. I'm surprised we haven't like hallmarked Leap Day yet. Has Hallmark done it's that? probably not lucrative enough. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I think that if I were a business, the real deterrent would be that I can't use the same thing every year. I can use it only once every four years. And also, let's be real. Like, how many of us actually rem- remember it's a leap year until it's like tomorrow? Um, I like almost always remember a leap year because it's always a fucking election year in it's the Olympics. Election year. I don't understand why we don't tie these things together. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I realized as I was putting this together that obviously it's always a leap a leap year when this election because always four years, so therefore it has to always, you know, it's it's interesting that they did that. Um added an extra day so we can hear more about the election. But speaking of the fact that it's every four years, what are some things that you wish happened only every four years, but happen all the time? Andrew, I'll start with you. Politics. I mean, I know the election only happens once every four years, the national election, but uh I, I wish they contained all the political campaigning bullshit just to that year yeah oh well, and other only. there's other elections yeah. and other bullshit yeah but then i feel like yeah because then it's like work forever in an election yeah also being alive i would love it if i could just like oh, not yeah. be alive for a couple of years and then just like come back that well, would be, be kind of nice if like we just picked one leader and they stayed it forever oh no no, no. <laughs> that would be a dictatorship uh, yeah i was gonna say i mean you could move to north korea they might <laughs> let you in I heard Russia's doing well this week. So I'm going to say it. I got high for this episode like two <laughs> seconds ago. Perfect. We saw. Oh. <laughs> Happy Leaf Erickson Day. Yeah, I mean, I I feel rude doing it on. I, re, I feel rude doing it on camera. So thank you. But if there's one thing that I wish um, could only happen once every four years, I'm going to say it. And this is a hot take, but I think it would be 420. Oh, because. 420 would no longer be just one day. It would be an event. There would be a lineup. Like the amount of 420 festivals that would come up if it were one day a year. We hold it in the middle of con- of the country. Nebraska, wide open, I assume. And it's just like a little bit of a giant party every four years. I agree. And I think we'd have more weed people who I think more people would would get into it because only four years they'd have to smoke like more people would smoke and I think it should be like a purge kind of situation where like no laws around weed okay 
We could pull that off in Nebraska. Could you just imagine just millions of people out on the Great Plains, just all smoking and like sleeping in tents? It would be so nice. It would be, it would nice. be like Burning Man without the pretentious bullshit. No, we could literally call it Burning Man. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> That, should I, be a that was like I didn't want to laugh at the beginning, and then I laughed at the man. <laughs> That's funny, Bob Marley over here. Um, I think you brought up a good point. One that saying Burning Man, I don't really care. I don't know much enough about Burning Man, but I wish Coachella happened only every four years. Not that I ever go, but I just don't oh, want to hear about it. Period. You Why know? Coachella specifically? I don't know. I just thought of Coachella when you said Burning. I guess I don't know because Coachella's like its own thing. Um, no shade to Coachella, but. Coachella is very Burning Man-esque in that it's like, that's the music festival that all the celebrities go to and, and make appearances at. Like, I don't know why Coachella is the one. Yeah. I think, to be honest, my issue with Coachella is that it's in the fucking Coachella Valley. Like, it is in a shitty part of California. And as we learned last year, it is a shitty part that is prone to inclement weather that could completely flood them out. Yes. Well, that same that happened with um, Burning Man too. Remember, or maybe Bur- it was. Or am I getting or, them mixed up? You might be thinking of Burning of Man. So Burning Man is is held on this thing called the Playa. That's just like this very like extremely smooth, flat, dirt area. Like it's huge, obviously. In I think Burning Man happens in Nevada. It's, <gasps> it's like outside of Reno. Yeah, they like they got like just unreal rainfall this year, which like never happens because it's in the black rock desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically, cause Is everything is sponsored by black rock. Different. That's cool. But yeah, because they, it, they, it never gets rainfall. They got so much rainfall. It basically turned the entire festival into a three foot deep mud pit oh. and nobody like all the vehicles were just swamped. They couldn't get out. People couldn't get in. People couldn't get out. And because it's so remote, they were having trouble getting supplies to everybody. Um, and it, it oh, actually yeah. was very, Diplo very funny. Got stuck. <laughs> there's that, there's that picture of like Diplo and Jay-Z and like some other random actor, like in the back of a pickup truck yeah. trying to like escape burning man. But that's what was so funny to me is all these celebrities go to Burning Man and they all fly like the highest amount of private jet traffic during the year is people going to Burning Man and leaving Burning Man. So to me, it was just very, very funny that all these people got inconvenienced for a couple of days. And of course, there was like so much pearl clutching like, oh, these people are stranded in the desert and they're going to die and they're not going to get them like they're not going to have food and the outhouses are overflowing. And you know what? I think Jay-Z should probably be in that environment for a couple of days. It was you probably good for him. Andrew. And every other celebrity. You're really helping me cook up an idea. We're talking <laughs> about something that should happen once every four years. The celebrity purge? A Burning Man slash like Firefest-esque festival yeah. where every four years. So it'll never happen. Oh, yes, but they still have to go through the torture of flying on a private jet that is at best a Spirit Airlines like reject plane and <laughs> sleeping in tents and eating like Wonder Bread with a piece of lettuce and calling it lunch. I think it would be so nice for 
the um, proletariat to be able to sit back and watch the rich suffer. So that, that would, be would be my holiday. I'm, I'm telling you, that is that is this is derailed. Gladiators. <laughs> Not all of us again, like, please. It, it would. Yeah, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back, baby. And and we would just put cameras all around this place, and all of us from the comfort of our homes would just get to watch all these rich people wallow around in the mud and try to figure out how to, you know, cook a, something for themselves on a camp stove. <laughs> God, that sounds so good. Well. <laughs> Circling it back to the question what were we I talking asked about? was, since it's sleep year every four years, what is something else you wish happened every four years? Um, and that was my answer. Burning Man, I guess. <laughs> I have no shade to Burning, Burning Man. I support it. Um, I was going to say paying taxes is one I would like to do just every four years, meaning there's three years where you don't pay taxes, and then the fourth year you pay taxes uh, but then just for that imagine year. the lump sum. No, no, you only pay for that no, year. No, 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 no. Yeah, like you're only oh, accruing you only a tax pay, bill. Like you're not you paying taxes pay all year, and then you pay them that one year. But would you put pay the full amount? Or I just, haven't gotten just that far, okay, Andrew? Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying is like psychologically, I wouldn't want to pay that tax bill. No. You're paying just for no, that year. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, one year. One year of taxes. Um, I think that'd be a good one. I think um, weddings should only occur every four years. But then I, I thought about this as I thought about it. And I think that'd be great, except for the year when the, that you have like 50 weddings in one year, That I guess. You'd have like so Wait, many. Are you saying that everyone has to have a no, wedding? No, but if you're going to have a wedding, years? you can only have them in the years like 2020, 2024, 2028, oh, 2027, 2020. Yeah, so you have to like choose between all of your friends. And basically, yeah, you're like, I have to like, but that means that every, every four years you'd have like 10 weddings instead of just like one every few. I don't know. I just don't think it should be weddings ever. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm into that. But for now, I'll take it every four years. I think we should only have war every four years. For three years, but everybody must has to stop. we have the war? And then, well, I don't think we're ever going to be able to not have war. That's true. There's always Andrew, war. what the fuck are you on tonight? You're like, gladiators, war. Like, are you okay? So you mean like the war? So like right now in Israel and, well, not in Israel, in, in Gaza, there were, we, we only in 2024 can they, and then they must pause for three years. Yes. I mean, honestly, think yes, about it. That would give them time. That'll give them time to cool down. We contain oh all of the war to, to one year. I, I'll tell you, Erica, what, what my problem is tonight is I, I ran out of edibles and the shipping's like five days. And other than my beer, I am sober. I okay. think it's so funny that you struggle to keep yourself in check when you're sober. On next week's episode, we're going to discuss the, el- the hellscape of Andrew. We're going to discuss the hellscape of unmedicated Andrew. Oh. <laughs> Listen back to our healthcare episode. Andrew takes his medicine every four years. Um, <laughs> or every four years I'm off my meds and y'all have to deal oh, with no. me for one year. I'm better with that actually. Does anyone have any other ideas for things that they would like to happen in four years? I think, I think the, the, the <laughs> how do I say this? As a gay man, I think you should only have to bottom every four years. <laughs> And I don't know how I feel about that because sometimes I like doing it more than that. But I think I'm going to put it out there that it's just every four years is when you bottom. So that means why? That means why specifically? Erica, the way Erica just threw her ponytail in front of her face as this happened, as I said this, <laughs> I think it's having two meaning like you can only bottom, and also that means tops have to bottom too every four years. So because you know my wait, stance wait, wait, on wait, this, wait. I think tops are scared of bottoming. I think bottoms are lazy. Because they won't, because your dick wants, I think I've said this in the podcast before, your penis wants to be in something. So like, that's just stupid. No one's a bottom. 
and then those that are verse, they win. That's an opinion. <laughs> that yeah, I am. I think I it's mean, an alternative. I, I mean, fact. I don't disagree with the male urge to put your penis into things. No, I'm kidding. But I do think sometimes people. I'm just like, don't you want you put your penis in something like bottom? Yeah, I w- I don't understand that being a straight male. And then I think to tops who are like strict tops just like are afraid to get fucked. I'm brave enough to say that. Well, you know, I mean, uh, that's like, it's kind of like, what are you scared of, bro? Are you not Andrew, a man enough uh, for that? Okay, you, please speak your mind. When was the last time you, you bought him in 2020, I'm assuming, four years ago? Literally never. <laughs> but I'm a straight white man. My opinion matters the most. Oh my God. So I'll criticize them. You know, oh, yes. I'll criticize you, gay tops. You're basically like, if you're gay, you might as well just take it in the ass. <laughs> I, I guess I'm I just playing on the fact that like, like I, like, yeah, it's funny can. to me. There's, there's a certain, ver- like, I don't care. Like if you don't want to bottom or you do want to bottom, like that's your decision and you can totally do that or not do that. I just find it funny that there's a certain variety of extremely, like they have to let you know that they're a top, like the alpha gay man kind yeah. of thing that it's like, you're like towing that line between like red pill internet dude. And like, it's, it, it's just kind of funny to me. You know, I'm listening to all of this and my brain is like, this is the leap year episode. <laughs> no, I just think with, <laughs> the, true. with, with, um, I just think what happens sometimes is I've been in situations where I'll like be into somebody and we'll like, you know, there's some sort of dating happening or you go on a date or there's interest and then they're like, oh, I'm bottom and you're a bottom. So we both can't date or I'm a top of your top. It's like, no, if I like you, like I'll make it work. Like we'll make, we'll make the other, the other end work. And I think a lot of people are always like, oh, they're both bottoms. So there must be bumping purses. That's what they say. And I'm like, <laughs> or I'm just, I'm, I'm malleable and I can learn how to do the other thing that I, that cl- people are claiming I Wait, don't like is all I'm saying. I love that. So I think that's Bumping how more gay, gay men should be more open to changing their, um, I was gonna say status, but please don't, <laughs> don't change your status. Um, if you do, it's okay. But what, what is what is bottom or top position? No. What is it? Why can't I think of what it's called? Like what is, I'm a bottom or a top. I mean, that, that's my, that, that's my preference. preference. No, there's a word. Gosh, I sound like a straight man. Is there? Yeah, like, are you first, no, top, or I bottom? Like there is. You're, you're like, I'm going, now I'm currently on my grinder seeing what they call it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, position. It's your position. Andrew, I have a question for you because I don't think you know what this is. Um, obviously, you know what a top and a bottom and a verse are. You could also be a verse, bottom, verse, top, obviously, you know. But do you know what a side is? No. Okay. You know what a side is, right, Erica? A side, a side piece. No, a side is like you don't really prefer either. So you like don't really like to get fucked and you don't like to fuck. You kind of just like a side. So you like, you like to do everything else, but like you like to do everything else sexual, but not really full penetration either way, oh. which sometimes I identify as, I think. You like all the sides, but not the main course. Oh, so like a high schooler. <laughs> Andrew, high schoolers fuck. Andrew, okay. you're going to hell. I know, but like, you know, like everybody starts out in high school and it's like, you start with the hand stuff and it's like, who got to like second base? Not me. Okay. Andrew, uh, you didn't even go to high school. What the fuck? He's talking about him and his mom. <laughs> okay. We lived north of the Mason Dixon line. Thank you very much. Okay. You still lived in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Just because I live next to a cow farm doesn't mean that I'm hick. I mean, I am, but it doesn't mean that. Because, you know. Okay. We're going to wrap up this section, I think. And that was a great reflection on things you'd like to happen every four years. One of mine would be Andrew, <laughs> just stop speaking. I would love that too. Away, 
The last time we had a leap year, it was 2020, one of the most triggering years to ever exist. When you hear the word 2020, well, sometimes I think of um, Barbara Walters, but other than that, it's just triggering. You know, whenever you just see or hear to a 2020, it's just forever going to be ingrained in our minds. But everyone has been talking about how 2024 is already repeating 2020. The Super Bowl matchup this month was the same with the same outcome, the Chiefs winning. Taylor Swift released Folklore in 2020 and now is releasing the Tortured Poet Society in 2024. The presidential matchup is the same, Biden versus Trump. Hopefully we have the same outcome. Obviously, the COVID pandemic really ramped up in March of 2020. We are one day away from March of 2024. Are we ready for another pandemic? What type of pandemic would you prefer to launch in the next few days? Mm, I want something that'll actually do the job this time. Oh, apparently the two million deaths weren't enough. We need to thin the herd. Thin the herd. Oh, Andrew, people like you who look like you, who say things like thin the herd are usually pretty specific about what <laughs> part of the herd they want to thin. I think we should take it back to a classic. We should do we should do the bubonic plague again. I mean, Ew. the bubonic plague has become endemic and like, yes, it still pops up every once in a while. There was actually a news story, I think last week, that somebody tested positive for the bubonic plague. But um, lucky bastard. I think I think we should do it. We should go full on. You want to bring the bubonic plague, plague back. Yeah, bodies and wheelbarrows, plague doctors, whole nine yards. So for those that don't know what the bubonic plague is, mainly me and Leif Erikson, um, it is spread by fleas <laughs> that travel on rodents. So <laughs> definitely going to happen in Andrew's house. And then the most common form of plague mm-hmm. is the bubonic plague, which affects the lymph nodes. I think it always affects the lymph nodes. What's up with the lymph nodes? You know, symptoms include fever, well, that's aches, what, that's vomiting, pain. I know, guys, it's yeah, I get it. Symptoms include <laughs> fever, aches, vomiting, and painful swellings called buboes in the armpit, groin, and thigh. The Black Death was a bubonic plague pandemic that occurred in Europe from 1346 to 1353, killing as many as 50 million people. Oh, my God. Kirk, are you just now hearing about the bubonic plague? No, but I didn't. Did you just think it was like a subplot in a children's TV show? Uh, I don't know. I never really thought about it. How many people did I during COVID? 10 million. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, I don't think that's not accurate. Hold on. We're looking it up. Um, COVID deaths. Well, there's zero because it's fake. No, I don't know where. (laughs) (laughs) World O-meter. Coronavirus cases. 703,523,992 deaths. 6,984,801. So you could basically say 7 million died. Oh my God. There's so many. There's too many people in this world. We need to thin the herd. That's what I've been saying. I just Googled how many people died and it says 61 million. Of the bubonic plague? Or? No, and 16 oh, million people died last year just in the, in the world. It's not, not related to anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You're so cheesy. Which is kind of crazy. Christ. I will tell you what type of virus I do want to be effective and take over the world. I want a computer virus to just take out all of our infrastructure. Oh, we're, my God. We're done with oh, computers. I'm so ready yes. for that. No more. No oh my more. God. I'm ready. I'm ready to hunt. Oh, my God. I'm ready to hunt. Okay. Or at least just a, a virus that just takes down meta. Now, I am ready to devolve into a hunter-gatherer society, and I am ready to join a legion of lesbians. (gasps) I cannot wait. Oh, gosh. Fuck all of you. You've seen The Last of Us. You see what some queers in Colorado can do? We're winning this one. (laughs) Okay. Um, So what kind of plague do you want? I want something that is incredibly difficult to transmit in the sense that 
you have to be like blatantly going out of the way. Like you have to be straight like kissing saliva exchange to get this virus because it'll really weed out the people who are like, oh, it's all fake. It's the government. I'm going to like kiss my wife who's like bleeding out of her eyeballs because it's not real. And then (sighs) it just takes out those people. I think that happened already, but like Nancy Reagan was involved, wasn't okay. she? Oh my god! Oh my! I was god. gonna say mono, Andrew. but I guess that too. Oh. That that does exist, and it's Ebola. The reason why Ebola, Ebola. can never become like an actual <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why Ebola can't become an actual pandemic is because it burns through a population so quickly that it doesn't have the chance to spread further. Which is why it's usually contained into like an area or yeah. a country. But yes, I mean bleeding from the eyes. You want that? That's uh, Ebola is is your virus. Oh. Okay, I don't really need the bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. I really just need like the transmission aspect. Okay, well I think we've spoken enough about pandemics. I have another question for you guys relating to 2020. What happened in your personal lives in 2020 that you would love to happen again in 2024? Hmm. Personal life. Oh yeah, I am dating somebody. You were dating somebody? Uh, it was a joke. Oh, gosh. Because I've been with Cassie. I know. I was like, years. shit, is this new development? <laughs> yeah. My side piece, Paul. That's how I got into this podcast. Um, no, I think, I think what was nice about 2020, at least the first, I would say, three quarters of 2020, even though there was a lot of turmoil in the world, especially towards the start of the pandemic, like, we had a lot more time at home together, which we don't have. I started working from home. I hadn't almost never worked from home before that. And there was a, just like March, April, even into May, like everything kind of slowed down at my job. Like I was still working 40, 50 hours a week, but it just wasn't as intense. And it seemed like people were more lax about deadlines because I, I don't think people really knew what was going on and it was so such a crazy thing to happen yeah. so we had more time to like end of the work day like 4 p.m 5 p.m go walk the dog it was kind of it's kind of nice i miss how slow time moved from like march to like june like that was such a like think of like that felt like six years mm-hmm. looking back on it. Like, it like felt I like look back, forever. I, that's a like what was happening in March what happened in July is so wildly different, but it was still 2020. And I it was all horrific because what was happening in March was a pandemic. What was happening in June and July were like um people being murdered on the street. But I'm just saying how like different if of times they feel. Um, like the slow, the slow movement of time, which is ironic. We're about to talk about time, um, was interesting compared to like the last two years. I feel like I've just been flying by. Um, yeah. So I feel like we need, a, we need another pandemic. Oh, God, I'm kidding, I, but no, it really for, did slow down time for people that survived it. I completely forgot. Stop time, agree. brothers. And I think for me, I was like in a new space, and I was just like able to dedicate myself to that space. Well, you moved and in that time, I, 2020, right? Yeah, I bought the house yeah, during that time. Like I closed on the house in May and I was able to like get in this new space and like dedicate a lot of time to like cooking for myself and 
making this space more beautiful for myself. And it was like very much a, like I hate saying it because of the context around it. But I was it was like a period of self-care for me. And then I got like a cat and that was fun and entertaining. And I always felt like I was also more connected to people during that period because there's nothing else to do. Like eventually, like at least for me, like TikTok, you can only spend so many hours on TikTok. You can only spend so many hours watching TV. So I felt like I was defaulting more to saying like, how can I like spend time with my friends and like talk with my friends And I did connect with a lot of people during that time. And then we're also like terrified of the world around us. Yeah, it really did deepen certain friendships because there really wasn't anything else to do other than text and FaceTime or get on. uh, What was what was that app like? There was a couple apps. I mean, everybody had Zoom and then there was like um, there was one one that had like the waving icon. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, I, I think I think it kind of like certain friendships fell away, you know, certain relationships, especially those that like the office that you're you're kind of friends because you always see each other at the office. So it's more like acquaintances at the office. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that doesn't continue in the pandemic when you're working from home. Um, And then there's other friends like I mean, Paul and I were friends before, but, you know, we were just sort of that more workplace acquaintance we, you know, we, we worked on similar things at work. We went to the similar events. Like we were all around the same age and, and, you know, there was that group of people that were all around the same age that worked in marketing and communications and everything. But we became really good friends during the pandemic because it was like, I don't, there's just some people you just started talking to more naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I would have preferred to have not met any of you, but oh, I think about you in 2021. I also would have gotten... Did we? Did we meet you in 2021? Or was it 20? That's what I'm saying. It was just a weird, weird. Was it 2020? No, no. It was 2020. It was summer of 2020. Yeah. Holy because, shit. babe, we were talking about the election oh, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we yeah. were talking about, we were trying fall, to figure yeah, out yeah. where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we were friends, bitch. Rude. Well, I'd like that. Not, I'd like to make, I'd like to make three new friends this year that aren't you guys. <laughs> no, I, one thing that I did during 2020 that I, that I don't know how to do it again because it just is here, but I grew a beard. I'd never grown a beard before. So personally in 2020, really? I grew a beard. So my, for 2024, I'm going to grow a beard down there. No. No, you're not. <laughs> like a like a goatee? Back to the body hair episode. Just, just on your balls? I'm <laughs> kidding, but I, that's one thing I did personally in 2020 was build a, be- build a beard. I built it, like build a bear. That's the gay version. Build a, build a beard. <laughs> build a be- and build a bear too. <laughs> appropriately that's true, that's um, true. or fill a bear um oh i i did the same thing actually uh, oh, i mean i've i had filled a, a bear? very cl- <laughs> yes uh, a very close cropped beard for a number of years but i i as kind of like a joke but also just like why not starting in march i stopped trimming it and taking care of it and figured well this is going to be over in a couple of months so it'll be funny when i go back to the office for the first day in you know may and I've got this like really long beard and then I'll, I'll trim it down. And it just kept going and going and going and going until <laughs> I had this massive beard by the summer and it just got too hot. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta cut this thing off. And also I kind of realized that's sort of when the depression started setting in where it's like, Oh yeah, we're, we're in this. I'm sorry. You're, in this to win you're this. what? Shut up, Kirk. 
Stop Kirk, it. You're de who? Kirk, do you do you want to <laughs> see who? the prescription? Do you want to see the legitimate prescription? Go shake that pill bottle at him, girl. <laughs> Sounding like a maraca everywhere <laughs> I walk around. I'm team depression. Um, that's <laughs> something you'd like. So that's something you got in 2020 that you want to bring back in 2024 depression. I don't want to bring it back, but it's here. It brought itself back. I don't think it ever left. Well, I think, you know, we're a month into 2024 officially. Two months, sorry. Two months into 2024. Um, and we're entering the month of March, which is the month of Mar- 2020. The month of 2020 where everything changed. So I wonder if things will change. Um, if they don't. <laughs> sorry, we lied. I really hope they don't. I really want to move. <laughs> My birthday's also in seven days if it's the 29th right now. Yeah. So happy birthday to me. I had a party. I had a, I'll never forget. I had a birthday party. March, I don't know, is that weekend before the... Fi- I remember Trump was on TV on the 15th being like, close the borders to like whatever. Um, so that's when they ordered like, you know, you couldn't leave the country for whatever, come to the country. And the weekend before I had a birthday party at my place here and I probably had like 80 people here. It's like stuffed sausages in my apartment. And there was one girl with my, my friend surprised me from, she was home from Seattle and Seattle was the only place that had COVID yep. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> and we were all joking. Oh, dude, I'm Danielle's here. And she brought COVID, like joking. And then like Wednesday, it was like, no, like COVID's really here. So everyone's like, oh my God, we're all going to die from Kirk's party because that girl brought COVID <laughs> from Seattle. Fuck Danielle. But she didn't. Well, no. Yeah, fuck, da- fuck Danielle. No, I'm kidding. Danielle's fine. <laughs> she just had a baby. <laughs> Shout out to the baby. Congrats. Shout out <laughs> to you, Danielle. time it happens or maybe it doesn't happen we don't really know but i know we like to keep things light on this podcast so today we're going to talk about the concept of time so light erica and andrew had no no heads up about this topic so this is going to be off the cuff thoughts around what they believe time to be um first and foremost i will ask do you all believe it is a social construct just like gender no you don't think time is I a social construct? That, no. Well, I believe that no. time is something that that does happen. Like we we move forward through time, meaning like there's a definite aging process. There's a definite like a, a the concept of time happens to us. I don't think that can be in dispute. But the way we measure it is something that we made up to apply to it, just like. You know, the the calendar that we use today that has leap years is not the only calendar that human beings have used throughout the years. Like there have been other calendars with other amounts of days, lengths of days. The way we measure it, I think, is a a construct, but it is a construct measuring a physical thing that happens. Shout out to Bill Nye. I still think it's in a in the way that we measure it and label it and talk about it is because that's how humans constructed time to be. Well, we have to make sense of the passage of time in one way or another, you know, to be able to to measure. And I think a lot of timekeeping comes from the fact that there's a natural cycle of day and night, so light and dark. So at the most basic level, that's a way of measuring time. Um, But then as we became an agrarian society, 
then we had a, a bigger reason to measure time because crops depend on it. Yes. I think we have been measuring time as humanity forever. And maybe the way that we apply time is not correct in that it very well could be the case that we are not looking at it like there's an aspect beyond our comprehension, right? Like we are, we know what we know, but by and large, I'm like, I'm pretty okay with saying that time is real. Um, because if not, well, I don't want to think about that. And that's truly where I stand. Is that because you're high? <laughs> no, I, I just think it would be like, if someone were to say that like time weren't real and like that there is another factor that is impacting how we age and how the things around us change. I don't want to know what the fuck that factor is. Like that is another like concept that is completely like intangible that we have to grasp. Fuck that, please. I will say going along with that, the the thinking about like when time started and when time will end, but especially like did time start? Oh my God, stop. I have a panic is, attack. It, <laughs> that's really I used difficult to, to I'll never about. forget as a kid I used to go I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would like be in like a sweat, hot sweat or like freaking out thinking about this and I would go in my parents room and I'd wake my mom up and I remember going in the bathroom with her and I'd stand there and I'd be like I couldn't I couldn't explain what I was thinking because it was just made no sense but this is what it was I used to be like before us there was what and before that there was the who and then before that there was what and I would just like go back and back and back maybe I'm a prophet but I'd be like what, what? um <laughs> the fact that you took that away from that experience i would just be like what i was like what happened before we were here and like i couldn't get it was just like i used to panic attacks about it which is basically time well nothing before there was human you know i know but that's hard to for us nothing just seven year old a seven year old to understand and a 31 year old to understand and and now we all understand why human beings invented the concept of a god because we can't explain it i know you know what and that's why i love god because let me be dumb let me just say, <laughs> let me just sit back dumb, and girl. say, let his will be done. And it, it's off my fucking hands. All right. Let the creator cook. What is this evangelical broadcast we have going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, Kirk, this is your fault because I got whiplash from the tonal change between these sections. I just think yeah, time, dude, this is insane. Time is just there. But is it? I like. I want the what? listeners to recognize that, like, Kirk doesn't send out a script. <laughs> Kirk, Sometimes, oh no, I normally I don't. I never do. Even, I never do. No. <laughs> For this, what do you, I what, what almost. I am almost certainly convinced that Kirk is doing these episodes off the cuff. This like, one kind I of have, is off we the have cuff. No I, evidence. No, this one I, I could show you the document, but usually when there's a solid topic. But this was more. I was laying in bed last night. I was like, "What should I make this about?" And I thought about time, and I said, "That's big enough to talk about." He's walking us through the episode, and he's like, "Oh, you're going to talk about this. We're going to talk this." And he says, "And then we're going to talk about time." And then we do the countdown, and we start recording. So we've had zero time. <laughs> Oh, to think yeah. about the or have you had all the time, time in the world because <laughs> you're right <laughs> you never know with time it comes and it goes i will say the one thing that really blows my mind is the measure of time and the fact that like somebody invented the concept of a gram and they they found a chunk of metal 
that was that they decided this is a gram and then they measured everything from that. Like that kind of makes sense. But like how somebody was able to do that same operation for time and like, how do we know that like a second is really a second? Like, yes, now we have really sensitive instruments, but like when that concept was invented, like how would you measure that? You know, you would be surprised how much time is probably used in practical everyday things. It's probably just some women who were like, oh man, I've recognized that when I get the flame to this size and leave it for this amount of time that I am tracking somehow, then it is done. And that's probably how time was invented. And then 2000 years later, some bozo who looks like Andrew came in on their stupid little clipper ships and said, yes, I completely Not came up with all ships. of this. <laughs> I like that we're crediting time to women, though. That's appropriate. You know why? Because time's up. <laughs> oh, my Time's God. up on time. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> time's up on time. Happy leap year. I think leap year is a perfect example of how time is stupid and fake. And age doesn't matter or exist. And I'm 12. Yeah, because leap year is basically a, a band-aid on the fact that the calendar doesn't work. Yeah, it's basically like, we fucked up, so let's fix it with leap year. Here's my thing, though. I'm really stuck on the idea that they're like, oh, so it'll match the seasons. Has it not occurred to you that, like, we're fucking up the seasons? Like, the seasons are are no longer, they are very much mismatched, sir or madam. And also the fact that, like, when this stuff, like, the calendar system we use right now, the Gregorian calendar, like, it really wasn't that that long ago but like the position of the earth in in the the solar system in the galaxy like that has changed like the pyramids used to be aligned to different stars and they've been able to figure that out but like the stars are in a different position now so a lot of the reckoning that people used to use to measure time or their position on the planet has changed and is ne- constantly changing neil degrasse tyson everyone Ooh, I say we redo time so that I have a 20-minute work day. That's what I'm saying. We really fucked up time. I don't know how that works, but I think we can do it, guys. Time is nothing but time. Well, if you really want to get me mad, let's talk about daylight savings time. No. Let's not. Because it's my episode. What was the point of that? Uh, what? What's the point of time? Oh. What's the point of this whole episode? There's no That's point. True. As you listen to this episode, remember, remind yourself that you listen to nothing. Yeah, I mean, leap year is kind of like a free day. I still like think just... we need to create Hallmark leap year things. Maybe that's the game at the end of this. Okay, we'll be. Okay. I don't, I don't think we need to because two weeks ago we talked about the fact that like Valentine's Day is just a made up holiday to sell shitty chocolate. It is. So, you know, what, what would we sell on leap year? I think that leap year, the day, leap day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's the name, leap year, the day. Um, I think that it should be like a very kink positive day. And it is a nationwide hall pass. To fuck whoever you want. Yeah, like you can cheat everyone as long as it's consensual and they're over the age of 18. Get your freak on. I think there's something about frogs, obviously, in there with leap day. But I wonder if Leap Pad does anything for like that brand Leap Pad. They got to take advantage of this day. Gay frogs? Oh, not the gay oh. frogs again. Or the frogs that are like hermaphrodite. 
I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Frogs, friggin' frogs. It's not funny. I'm going to say it real slow for you. Gay frogs. Okay, so... Obviously, Erica and myself, and I don't know if Paul and Andrew or Maggie would really give a fuck about this, but I know this morning on Leap Day, or this morning, meaning we recorded this a week before Leap Day, two weeks, but it's Leap Day. And this morning, me and Erica woke up and thought, how does Leap Day affect my zodiac? Will it affect my astrology? Does it affect my horoscope today? The answer is no, it doesn't, um, Erica, if you were inquiring that. <laughs> but I did find an article that talks a little bit about astrology and Leap day, even though it t- basically tells you that it does not have any correlation, but this man, this astrologer still decided to put out readings, a leap day reading for each, what leap day could mean for you if it meant anything, but it really doesn't. <laughs> Astrology. Thank you. This is going to be so, so useful. I have everybody's sign here. Actually, ironically enough, Maggie and Paul are the same sign and they both are not here. So that means that sign sucks, but we're going to read theirs anyway. So, Andrew, you're in Aries, correct? Can you share with the with the listeners when your birthday is? Well, my birthday is March 28th, and I had to Google what the zodiac sign is. Aww, yes, so it so is funny. Aries. He is an Aries. That's so Aries of you. Oh my god! <laughs> I will say what makes no, me not. mad about it is that when I read the description of what an Aries is, it kind of is me. Yeah. Um, it totally is Asshole. you. I have a lot of close friends and you who are Aries and <laughs> <laughs> That's no a, kidding, that but I have like two drag. of my like literal best friends are Aries and you are very similar. Anyway, this is your your leap day reading for the Aries. So any Aries listening. And remember, it doesn't matter. No, it matters. <laughs> <laughs> Cha ching. Thomas, the man's name is Thomas. Thomas predicts exceptionally positive news around your finances could come your way this leap year, Aries. There are various ways this could affect you. First, he says, you may have a brilliant mental breakthrough. I thought you were going to say mental breakdown. I, and think, I, was like, I yes! think you've already had that. That, that tracks. Idea that tracks. or dream that encourages you to make a change around your finances. Listen to your intuition. This positive news may also present itself through another person. It could mean that someone behind the scenes has been rooting for you and has your back and is likely to help you with a raise, new client or job offer now or in the weeks ahead. So that's yours. Happy Leap Day, Andrew. You're going to get rich. I will say that, Ooh. well, I don't know about rich, but one of my good friends is, is a photographer in the area. Right. She does a lot of like boudoir photography, and we've been talking about starting to do boudoir videos because my main job <gasps> is videographer. Will you shoot a porn of me? And me. Well, boudoir is not necessarily porn, but- Okay, softcore, sorry. If you want to pay the money, yes, we can- Ew, we can no. no we're gonna, I don't like the way you uh, well, said that. So just just give me just give me a percentage of your OnlyFans. <laughs> you're going to pay the money. For like three months. Okay, well, Andrew- <laughs> I mean, people people are going to pay for these videos. Like, I'm not, I'm not just shooting This is not free. an opportunity to pitch your business, okay? But we're proud of you and we we, we hope you much hey, success. how the fuck am I supposed to become rich if I don't pitch my You're business? You're right. You know what? That's uh, very true. You fucking true. work harder on this. No, 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 no. You work harder on this fucking podcast. Yeah, that's Andrew. true. Okay, anyway. That's what you well, did. Long story short, that's Andrew true. didn't believe in astrology and now he does. Thank you, Thomas, the astrologer. If it makes me rich. Okay, next. Scorpios, okay. just Paul and Maggie. They're both <laughs> Scorpios. Of all the zodiac signs, you're the luckiest in love and relationships this leap year, Scorpio. Okay, well, Paul has a man, and so does Maggie. Tony P. What was his name? Tony P. in DC. Tony P. With so much cosmic energy (laughs) on your side, you could find that you're falling deeply in love or have a heart to heart conversation. 
If single, this is a five-star day to mix and mingle or go on a first date, Maggie. If coupled, plan something fun and spicy to do or discuss goals you'd love to build towards side by side, Paul. Good news around children or creative projects could also pop up. Okay, those are two wildly different things. <laughs> I know, those are like going the opposite way. Yeah. Okay, I well. like how we're constantly pushing Maggie into bad decisions when all the girl wants to do is work on her career. I know. Or she needs to I find a man. What are you talking about? What's a career? Time's up on that. This is 1950. Okay, um, Erica, you're a Libra. And you know what? I don't know why I had to ask you that because I knew you were a Libra because you are a Libra. Yes. Like, what? That's so crazy. That sentence made <laughs> that zero offended. sense, but it made all the sense in the world. But you are a Libra. Okay. Time. Oh, your starts with the word time. I don't know what that means. <laughs> time to grind, Libra. It'll pay off. That's what you just told Andrew to grind. You got to grind. This leap year could bring a lot of extra opportunity around work and finances, predicts Thomas. You could discuss a new benefits package with your employer. <laughs> that's so fucking boring. Uh, that's iconic. That so, the the that present is just ridiculous. The, hold on. The present cosmic alignment could help you around legalities, wealth creation, a settlement, or inheritance. I don't want to inherit anything because that assumes that a loved one's dying. I'm going to interpret. This means that you are going to find. Wait, it's not done. Hold on. No, I, I know already. This is me solving the, the puzzle early. I'm sorry. Uh, you are going to find a sugar daddy in oh, Chicago. God, I pray. Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray. Well, the last line of this is the best thing to do now, question mark. Connect with an advisor and discuss your long-term financial goals, says Thomas. What is this, a pitch for a fucking like Your advisor is a company? 65-year-old man who works in finance. Who the fuck is Thomas? My Apparently he works for father? Merrill Lynch. Okay. Pisces, which is me. Today's the first day of today's the first day of Pisces. Well, today that we're recording this is the first day of Pisces season, the best season, because Pisces are the best. Um, and obviously leap day occurs during Pisces season. Cassie is also a Pisces. Cassie and I have the same birthday, which is so fucking funny because we're completely wildly different. True. <laughs> okay, Pisces. Possibilities are endless. Dream big and communicate your desires, says Thomas. Mercury is in your zodiac sign on leap day. So he says, you'll have a sharper mind and ability to articulate what you're after. He adds, a special contract could pop up now or soon. Another way to enjoy this energy is to stimulate your mind, says Thomas. Some ways to do so include learning something new, enjoying captivating content, traveling, or podcasts. (laughs) (gasps) I learned on this podcast today that Leif Erikson is real. (laughs) <laughs> oh my and God. you learned about the bubonic plague <laughs> this man was fucking right <laughs> one of these days we gotta collect all these things that Kirk has learned and like compile it and do an episode about Kirk's education <laughs> yeah like like I, it needs to be in the form of that we talked about this the other week but the um the bill video on the rock rock the what is it called the schoolhouse rock schoolhouse of rock or whatever it's called rock the vote or rock the, no so yeah schoolhouse school, rock, rock yeah school of rock. show schoolhouse of rock schoolhouse of rock that was the, this week's episode of Madame Kirk's Astrology with, with Thomas, the financial advisor <laughs> for Leap Day. I love it. Thank you. I, I'll be doing readings This better come true. I'm going to hold you personally liable. Mine's already come true. That's kind of crazy. So much time has passed, or has it at all? Thanks for listening today at Hellscape Carousel. Do you guys have anything to leave the listeners with on this Leap Day? Any Leap Day advice? I hope you register to vote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope you learn one new historical fact just so you know that much more than Kirk does. Yes. Literally anything. It could yeah. be anything. You don't even have to like put too much thought into it. Just 
go into Wikipedia and hit random page. If you know that the USSR ever existed, you have a leg up on Kirk. Congratulations. Girl, lots of people have legs up on me. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hope everyone goes out there and enjoys their leap day and does something really good for the community because it's an extra day for you to celebrate Black History. Slay. And Leif Erickson. The opposite of Black History. Yeah. Do what you want with that information. Anyway, I'm Kirk. I'm, I'm Andrew. Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes.